What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the season premiere of the one, the only cruise island. It's a lovely day on the island today. Got a good show coming for you guys. Um, shout out everybody at Off the Ball Network. I hope um, y'all been tuning in to everything we've been doing. Um, see you Sunday every Saturday morning, which I'll get into a little bit later. Um, has been fire the last couple weeks. Um, Overreaction Monday comes at you every single Monday um, about seven eastern so if you guys aren't aren't catching that definitely go back and watch some of the streams again we'll get into that later um but i definitely got a good show for you guys today we're gonna start this off uh something a little lighthearted because it gets a little a little um deep later on and one of the things i want to talk about but so I'm, I'm keeping this first part light uh we're talking power rankings because we got um Week four official OTBN power rankings were uploaded yesterday, um, yesterday morning. So if you didn't get a chance to look at those, here they are right here. Um, you see you got Dolphins number one because what they did to the Denver Broncos should be illegal. It was uncalled for. Uh, I'm pretty sure that goes against um, cruel and unusual punishment. But putting up 70 on them on a team that really just looks very dysfunctional right now with a lot of high hopes going into this season. Uh, they had a lot of high hopes going into last season. They picked up Russell Wilson. They made that trade for him. And everybody thought, a lot of people thought, myself included, shout out Mo, who who did tell us before the season started last year, y'all need to pump the brakes on these Denver Broncos. Um, I did not listen to him. I thought the Broncos were going to, not only compete for the AFC West, I thought they were instant Super Bowl contenders. We saw that that was not true. That was not the case. They fired Nathaniel Hackett. Um, they went out and, and traded for Sean Payton, gave up some first-round picks for Sean Payton, who won a Super Bowl in the New Orleans. And this season was the same thing all over again, thinking the Broncos were, were somebody to be reckoned with. We thought the Broncos were going to go on a tear. And again, some people, myself included, thought this was a year. The Broncos were going to make it back. They're going to be relevant again. And now they started 0-3 with losses to the Raiders in week one, the Commanders in week two, which they were up 21-3, up by 18 points at one point in the second quarter, lost 35-33, and then, again, just got completely mollywopped over this past weekend against Miami. Uh, Miami put up 70 points against them. To go from what Sean Payton did, all the shit talking he did um, going into this season, all the shit talking he did on Nathaniel Hackett, wow. For you to start like this, bro, just retire, go back to, to Fox. I think that's where he worked as, as an analyst or whatever he was doing at the time. Go back to Fox, ask him for your job back, um, and just just – Stop being a coach. I, I think you're done. You can't win, win with Russell Wilson. Like Pete Carroll won a Super Bowl with Russell Wilson, made it to a second one and should have won the second one with Russell Wilson, given there was a great team around him as well. But you are not winning with Russell Wilson. And, and the defense looks look great. Stop. Tom Payton needs to retire. Go back home. Um, it It's... It's tough. It's tough to watch. Um, 
Another thing that jumped out at me, you have Washington falling, I think we're 12 last week, falling to 19 after that horrendous, horrific performance, if you can even call it that, um, last Sunday against the Bills. You know, was it 30, 33 to 3, 36 to 3, something like that. It, it was It was rough. But for those of you that don't know, this is this is not my own personal rankings. This is there are seven of us here at the network that give our inputs. Uh, we take the average of those seven and the cards fall where they fall. So, again, this isn't necessarily my rankings. This is although my rankings are, are kind of similar. I mean, you get seven people. The averages are going to be pretty average. Um, so we have seven of us. These aren't necessarily my rankings. I did have one person comment, which is pretty interesting, um, about the Vikings being down here at 29. And it, it was interesting that I feel like a lot of people don't really understand what power rankings are. Because here's the thing. It's not just a records-based rankings. Maybe it is in the beginning, I think. But overall, power rankings are more of a trend you look at the trend that a team is on so you look at like the last two years the commanders each of the last two years has been on a four-game winning streak they they rose pretty heavily in those rankings they were in the probably the bottom third close to 30 if not in there i think the highest they got was like 15 during that five-game winning streak because that was the trend that they were on it's not necessarily if these these teams are better than these teams again it's a trend so we had somebody who commented and asked, wow, the Vikings, you know, Vikings are 0-3, but they're not a bad team. They're just, they just had some unlucky bounces. I'm about to pull them up in a minute. So this is the thread. Vikings 0-3. They're not the fourth worst team in football. LOL, just three games full of unlucky bounces. It was my response. Many had no business losing to Baker because they didn't. Not really in the same stratosphere as Philly, but they kind of hung around with them. But again, not many are. O'Connell and Kirk lacked the mental fortitude to clock the ball inside the red zone and wasted about 20 seconds and had to rush to get a playoff and, and ended up in a pick. That's how they lost the Chargers game. They, they Chargers, whether you want to go analytics or whatever, however you want to look at it, um, from an analytic standpoint, sure, it made sense. You go for it on the you go for it on fourth and one. If you convert it, you win the ball game. And there's like an 89% chance that you convert it. Um I personally don't agree with that. I would have rather punted it, putting the Vikings with a higher with a good chance of putting the Vikings inside their own. 20, 15, maybe 10, with no timeouts to have to drive the length of the field. The Chargers gave them the ball back at, I think it was, it was in Chargers territory. I think they're at like the 30-yard line. Um, they, they were able to get inside the red zone fairly close. I think they were inside the 10, maybe close to the 5. Um, they rushed to get a playoff, ended up in an interception. That's how the, the Vikings lost to the Chargers. I think it was a stupid decision. Again, you want to argue the analytics, we can. But again, at the end of the day, I'd rather 
take the chance of getting a punt off, making the Vikings, who have proven not to be a great team, drive the length of the field, drive 70, 75, 80, 85 yards down the length of the field with no timeouts to win the ballgame. So again, back to the discussion. Um, you're naming one play that was self-inflicted. JJ reaches for a touchdown, which I can you can argue that's self-inflicted because at that point of the game, it wasn't the last play of the game. He could have, you know, just he was going to be down at the two, one, one and a half, somewhere around there. Against Philly, and loses it. Lance inches on the other side of the pylon. Again, you can argue that's self-inflicted. Definitely that game was a touchdown against the Chargers. Evans dropped a pick, but bounced right into the wide receiver's hands for the go-ahead. Yes, but again, the play ended on a self-inflicted wound. That, that's my point. Um, go-ahead touchdown, unlucky bounce against the Bucks. No business losing to them, but still dominated the game. Three red zone turnovers because the guard knocks the ball out of Kirk's hand and throws right into KJ's chest. Again, that wasn't all three red zone turnovers. So again, the other two, you had chances. Self-inflicted. I stand by that. So then I had to explain it. And he says, not a bad team, in my opinion, just karma. Sure. I'm not saying they're a bad team, but you can't lose three straight and open the season and expect to be better than a bottom third because that that you just can't. I don't care how you lose those games. You lose three straight games, especially to open the season. You're going to be in the bottom third. Um, understand there are several teams you have ranked ahead of the Vikings. He's, he's right. I do. I do. I have... These teams ranked ahead of the we as a network have these teams ranked ahead of the Vikings that I would say us at the network feel that the Vikings should win. If they were to go head to head with Arizona right now on a neutral field, they should win that game. Houston on a neutral field should win that game. Raiders, Titans, uh probably be a little bit closer. Giants, sure. Yes, you should absolutely beat beat these teams, Jets included. Sure. Point being. Again, these are more of these are more of a trend. Um, but again, you have Dallas falling. Uh, a lot of us, I think, we had Dallas one overall as a network uh, because just the way they looked the first two weeks, and then they fall to the Cardinals, which is hilarious. Not even gonna lie, I think it it was the funniest shit I've ever seen. So. But we will talk more about this on See You Sunday, Saturday, 11 Eastern. Be sure y'all check it out. It's going to be a good show. We're definitely going to get more into this. Um, so definitely make sure you don't miss that. Real quick, got to pay some bills. Shout out to our sponsor, SeatGeek. Um, go to SeatGeek. If you're trying to, hit, trying to get a, a football game, we're in the last week of the regular season for MLB. If your team's in that playoff hunt, Definitely go see a game. Use promo code off the ball network, all caps, and you will get $20 off your first purchase. Again, off the ball network, all caps, $20 off your first purchase over at SeatGeek. Now, the next thing I want to talk about, it's, I don't want to say it's disturbing, but it, it's rough. So somebody made history over the weekend. A Division three, a Division three football player, Haley Van Voorhees, became the first non-kicker female to play in a college football game. Again, it's Division three, which is cool. I think it's great. I love it. Some people don't really love it. 
We're about to uh, listen to some guys. Now, there's some language that back when we grew up, when I grew up, back in the late 90s, early 2000s, that were, it was acceptable to say things like this. Now, not so much. Just want you to be forewarned that there is some language like that. So, we're going to take a look. In case you can't tell, that is a very sarcastic clap. There it is. So, so take a look at the play, though. They're about to show the play once they cut the fuck up. So here she is off the end right here. All right. She gets the quarterback hurry, which is great. Now, Listen to them. So this this is an example of tell me you've never played football without telling me you've never played football. And some of these guys may have played football. I doubt it. But when they mention the fact that nobody blocks her, because they're right, nobody does. The line is shifting to the right for a reason because the quarterback didn't get the ball out because he was hurried, even though she was credited with the quarterback hurry. That's not why he got the ball out quick. Look at the play structure. He was looking at that receiver the entire time. He knew before the ball was snapped, that's where he was going. They, they needed the offensive line needed to clear out that area to get the ball to him. They didn't choose not to block her because, oh, it's just a girl. Oh, it doesn't matter. Anybody could have been there. They would have done the same thing because the ball was going to this guy the entire time. 1,000%. I'm willing to bet money on that. This was the primary receiver. This was, for all intents and purposes, the only receiver in that read progression. All of them, they're meant to just clear out the ball was going to this guy the entire time but they want to say shit about oh you didn't block her yeah because the entire line shifted to the right of the quarterback to clear this space out i don't understand people who hate just to hate i don't get it I don't understand it. There's so much to hate about this world. 
They want to be mad. They want to hate that a girl got a shot in D3 football, calling it a publicity stunt. Maybe she's just fucking better. You ever thought about that? Because, hey, because in D3, maybe not everybody's that great. Maybe she's a walk-on. Who cares? At the end of the day, who cares? She got a chance. She got a quarterback hurry. And this probably isn't going to be the last we see of her on the field. But to say they did not block her because she's just a girl, you're dumb. You're stupid. You clearly did not watch the fucking play. Because it's very apparent this was the primary and only receiver that this quarterback was going to go was going to throw to. Because again, the entire line shifted to the right. You you don't have to be a defensive coordinator in the NFL to see that. The entire line, the entire line shifted right to clear that out. So that way there's no there's no chance you're gonna accidentally hit it over on, on a lineman's helmet. They're clearing that out because that was the intended target the entire time. Stop hating just to hate. Let people do shit. It's not affecting your life. A girl played football, big deal. Big fucking deal. A girl played football and did something. People like that irritate me. Shout out to Haley Von Voorhees for making history the first skilled player, the first non-kicker female to play in a, in, a, in a college football game. I think it's great. I hope she keeps playing. I hope she keeps doing big things. Haley, if you happen to see this, it's fucking awesome. Happy for you. Keep doing it. I love it. Again, let me calm down for a minute. Anyways, again, promo code off the ball network over at SeatGeek, all caps to get $20 off your first purchase. Go get yourself to an NFL game. Go get yourself to a baseball game. Hey, go see a, a concert by that new up and comer. What's her name? Um, Taylor Swift, um, the girl who's riding the coattail of Travis Kelsey uh, to stardom and fame. Um, obviously, that was a joke. Um, but yeah, it, go 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 to an Eras concert if she's still doing those. I don't know. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed the video. I know it was short. I gotta get off. Um, if you're on off the ball network Twitter, stay here. Um, my guy Aaron's about to come up. Uh, he has a guest on. They're gonna be talking probably Cowboys. So I mean, you know, what really can you talk about other than the fact that they got their ass whooped? By the Cardinals this weekend, which I guess, if you like that, tune in. I might tune in. Might be fun to watch. But again, I'm Rob. Thank you for coming to the island. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Enjoy the rest of the week. See you Sunday on Saturday, 11 Eastern. Y'all better be there.